You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Alright, welcome back. Episode 5 of Area 52. Marcus here. Once again, joined, as always, by Danny and Eric. To your left. And and my right. Uh, yeah, we kind of filmed this with you guys across from me. Um, which is interesting, because I just got done doing a dirt Which means pod. I have to look at you for right, a really long time. You're forced to. It's terrible. You can get behind one of these computer monitors if you'd like. But what I do. Um, the way that we... So I just did a dirt pod, and I sit where you sit on dirt pod, and Guy sits over here because he's the he's the main. Did you fart in my dude. chair? I fart. Most of your chair is farts, to be honest. <laughs> at this point, um, so then I just move over here and get to sit on this side. So it's a it's an interesting switch up. Um, last week we had an interesting podcast. We talked about uh, some. Uh, some interesting stuff that was going on in uh, that we'd found out kind of falling down some rabbit holes. That's what's kind of fun about this is we, we start finding topics and then you start finding another topic because one video will reference something else and then this video will reference something else and then you kind of keep tumbling down this rabbit hole until you, uh, until you get to a point where... Uh, I don't your, know. Your you're, family calls you, and yeah, they're looking you're so for you. Deep in yeah. that you. You found stuff <laughs> that you you've never been really off the thought. Map for a while. <laughs> and you find stuff that you didn't think was possible. This week's been um, full of that. We found some really interesting stuff. It's been an interesting week uh, for everybody. I think let's begin by um, just saying uh, that uh, as as big fans of both wrestling and music, this has been a hard week for for us as far as losses. We lost some really. Yeah. Um, some really great people this week. I've had some very delicate lady emotions. Yeah, it's been tough. <laughs> it's been tough. We yeah. lost uh, WWE legend uh, wrestler China, who uh, has had a hard time, and um, it was really sad to see her go. And then we lost uh, in probably one of the biggest shocks. And and I mean, it, I don't know how anybody, nobody could have seen it coming. It was just a, a completely blindsided by the loss of Prince. And so we just wanted to start off on. Area 52 by uh, just saying how much we we all respected and, and will miss Prince. He was a, a huge influence to me. And uh, and I, I don't, we kind of touched on this on, on, on Dirt Pod, but um, I don't know that there's anybody that <laughs> doesn't like at least one Prince song. Uh, there's not a single person, any, any genre of music that didn't respect Prince for what he did and what he contributed. He was an amazing artist and he will be missed. Uh, anybody want to say anything? Missed. I, uh, just, uh, someone who likes to work hard and I work a lot. Like I'm always, that's why I don't sleep very well, but like the amount of work and effort that he put into things, like you were telling me the other day, and some things were just because he liked doing it, because yeah. he would just like put it in a vault, like, all right, thanks, we're done, yeah. throw it in that that vault. Like, I mean, that's just like incredible that, and he could like write the how fast he could write things, mm -hmm. and I found out that he did like an entire album for the the original Batman movie with yeah, uh, he, Michael Keaton. He was, he, he uh, Danny Elfman did the score, and yeah. Prince did music, and wrote a basically an album inspired by Batman. Uh, it was panned, but it's really good to listen to now. I enjoy it. Yeah, I like that song when they're going in the museum painting all this stuff like Joker. That's actually Batman. a really good song. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. There's <laughs> some really good ones. Electric Chair and Lemon. Like, there's some really good songs on there. Um, I really, you know, when I heard this, I in the back of my head, and you said it too, you were like, you think he's really gone? 
Yeah, I you did. Know, I did kind it, of. Could it have been that Prince, you know, did the thing and wanted to live? But, you know, with Prince, I, I don't think it was as much as say like like Michael. We've you know, there's the stories of of the of the idea that Michael Jackson possibly faked his death. Yes. Wait, can, um, I, can I ask a, a quick Prince question? No. Sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, I guess my wife said no, so no. Wait, did he like? Did he live like a typical hard like musician no. life? As far see, that's the thing about Prince is, is like he never really had that thing where like he was a drug addict or he was a. I mean, for the last part of his life, for for I don't know how long it's been, ten years or more, he's been a Jehovah's Witness. So I'm pretty sure he yeah, lives pretty and, clean and was. A, and, oh. and to be honest, this is something interesting about him. He was actively involved in a lot of charities mm-hmm. and. Things like that, but because of his religion, they're not allowed to talk about that or yeah. say that they are okay, involved okay, or okay. talk about any of the things that they've donated or been a part of. So he was involved heavily with some really good things. Uh, it's just that we yeah. weren't so he really uh, like in the know about it. No, he wasn't that guy. Okay. Um, now there are there are some speculations that are going around because he did have some operations and that he could have been and and I'm not saying that he was an addict but he could, it could have been something to to do with painkillers mm-hmm. possibly there was somebody uh, said something like Steven Tyler alluded to it or something like that like I know what he was going through or but and and you know that's that's the thing that killed Michael allegedly allegedly yeah. now for those of you and 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 I I really. Look, it's a fun little theory. Just to yeah, when it comes it. to it's people just... who have died, we mean nothing but but utmost respect. And there's no, you know, you don't say anything to tarnish the memories of the dead. That's not what we're doing here. Um, but there are theories, and the idea when you think about this is that, well, what if some of the people that we loved are still out there, and if they are, for what reason? Um, there's theories about Tupac and Biggie. Uh, Although at this mm-hmm. point, I feel like both of those guys are really gone. Well, what are they well there are for? interesting things surrounding mostly Tupac's death for me because of the photographs that are out there. Yeah. That you can kind of check out that are strange and they're weird and they kind of seem, you know, Possibly mashed together. Yeah, they look, the idea they look a little the, off. The car that he's being seen in leaving that says the last picture of mm-hmm. Tupac is not the car in the police footage that's shot it's up right. on it's Vegas like a Boulevard. In the, the rims footage, are different. Not, There's yeah. different things that are... But, uh, but you know, I think, I think, I'm, I'm, well, Prince is, Prince is gone. Uh, you know, he was, his body was cremated. He was, I mean, it, again, if you're a conspiracy theorist, dude, Prince is still alive, but I believe Prince is gone. Um, Michael Jackson, on the other hand, for those of you who've never really looked into this, look into this. Um, there are some video out there of Michael Jackson allegedly getting out of the ambulance that took his body away from his house when he was reported dead. So much so is this ambulance, uh, is this evidence matched up that the ambulance itself, you can trace, there's some videos out there where they show the ambulance at his house and they show the number and they show the license plate and then you see the ambulance pull up and it's like it's filmed through a gate almost. Like somebody was at a parking Mm -hmm. structure and this van is pulling up to a door and you see... I think it's a security gate that closes closes after where the coroner's van goes in under the hospital. So So I think it's a security measure as far as the gate goes that they're filming through. So it goes down. It's like one of those Mm -hmm. parking structure gates and you can see what looks like Michael Jackson Mm-hmm. hopping out of the back of this ambulance and walking into the hospital. 
Here's what we're gonna clip do. We're gonna tweet there. it out for we're, you. We'll, we'll tweet that clip from from that. You'll post it on Instagram for us. Yeah. It'll be out there. So that clip will exist out there. But go look for that. And then once you start kind of going down again that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. you'll find out that there was also theory that Michael Jackson attended his own funeral. Again, this is all just speculation. When we present these things to you guys on this podcast, we're not saying this is the truth. We're saying that these pieces of evidence exist. You can go out there and you can watch them for yourselves. We're you just can... here to bring you that stuff that comes from left field of the internet. That's, that's exactly that's all right. Because that's a lot of that's where we spend our time yep. in the left field of <laughs> yep. the internet. That's all that this is. But there's this theory that there, if you watch Michael Jackson's funeral, there's this blonde lady in the front row, uh, blonde hair, big hat, big glasses, and. Weird nose. Weird nose. And (laughs) there's been some people, again, these videos exist, where they've composited Michael Jackson's silhouette on this woman's silhouette saying, look, this is... Is the same silhouette. This is the same person. There's. They point out that per, throughout the funeral, she's in the front row, although it doesn't seem to be anybody uh, that anybody would know. Or she's like in the second row. And there's like they point out that like it looks like when they're all on stage, Jermaine is like laughing with the family, like they're trying to keep a big joke together. And you know, or th- not that they're keeping a joke, but or that, they or that they're not truly in, in mourning because they're yeah, not that's a good point. right. They're not actually mourning the death of their brother or family member. Right. Well, or there it's a celebration because he gets to be free now. He doesn't have to worry. You kind of have to look at these things when you talk about a conspiracy theory. You you really need to ask why and look for a motive. Why would someone do what they're doing? What why would this conspiracy need to exist? And right. I think as far as Michael Jackson goes, he had a lot of things that he could escape from that he needed to escape from yeah. or that he would want Fame, to escape. attention scandals um, yeah and and bad publicity Pub- he had publicity. a lot of uh, latter you know the latter part of his life he had it wasn't the same as the first part no, and people's impression of him was you He's, know questionable or changing and I, I think that there were there was a reputation to run from and yeah. i think that that's a, a death of michael jackson that we see on stage and you know, kind of this reincarnation of this new person who gets yeah. to go live his life. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of sad. I mean, if you have to go to those lengths to fake your death, to, sure. to do those things, to escape from, from just people's animosity towards you or right. whatever it may be. But it's, it does seem kind of plausible. Well, I have some of the conspiracies like I hear and I'm like, Oh, whatever. But like Michael Jackson to me was like, he was crazy. Like he was a weird dude. Mm hmm. You know, he just was. He was strange, you know? And I've heard that it's like when he was filming that commercial and his hair caught on fire, like that was kind of like what started him being mm-hmm. kind of... But I think, I mean, he's been weird for a while. But, like, I it, yeah. I wouldn't put it past him to do something like this just because he's he's a bizarre... Usually I really creative people I, like that are... Yeah, you know? I mean, it's a weirdo is one thing, but you got to think from the time that he was, what, nine? Yeah. He has been in the spotlight. He has been under scrutiny and any kind of um, judgment or... Yes, he had... He he did not have a childhood. He had to grow up immediately. He was always under, you know, the public's eye. He just never had a chance to be a kid. He was always working and making money for uh, a studio or a a producer, whatever it was. And now, you know, again, his whole life was consumed with um, media mongering and things like that. So I, I think that he kind of decided i i want to go live my life isn't that why he had like the neverland uh, the like, neverland ranch yeah, because yeah. he never got to be a kid so like that's why he has all the animals and the toys and all that cool stuff yeah i mean probably whether he said that's why or not i mean psychologically you could kind of look yeah. at it that way 
I I personally uh, think you know it's it's funny. We all kind of said over years and years and years, you know, and this seemed like a really non plausible thing until it happened to somebody else. You know, we watched Michael Jackson, and for years everybody kept saying, you know, I, mean, I remember there was that joke that went around, that stock joke that said uh, Michael Jackson proves. That if you work hard enough as a young black child in this country, you can grow up and be a rich white woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was like yeah. that joke that he was trying, he had gone to such extremes that he looked like a, a, a white woman. He looked, he yeah. bleached his skin. And then there's a theory that maybe he had even posed. And, and I'm not saying that he is completely like transgendered and, and he's changed himself. But the fact is, is that nobody believed that was something that happened. And then over time, you look back and you go, look at, look at Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner was looked more and more and more feminine and more feminine. He did these things and he did all this stuff. And then everybody kept joking. Oh, you know, Bruce Jenner is looking like a lady with a surgery. And then Bruce Jenner became uh, became Caitlyn Jenner. And you go, well, that's what he did in the public spotlight. What if this was something that Michael was working towards so he could hide over years? Yeah. How else would be, would you, who, who would you, if you're Michael Jackson, you got to hide. What's the one thing that you could hide as that nobody would ever like come up and be like, are you Michael Jackson? A black guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. But it's an interesting theory. It's an interesting theory that he might still be out there. We've talked about a few of these theories that it people is. might be out there. And in fact, in fact, we have an update from last week that kind of changes some of the stuff that we talked about in last week. It week's definitely podcast. adds to the mystery, which I think it makes it even cooler. This may be, to me, this is kind of a bombshell. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about how Paul McCartney may, in the theory we, we had talked about, the hypothesis was that he may have died and was replaced by a double. Yes. The, the, Bill, the, Billy, the, ba the basis of it is that the Paul McCartney that we see today may possibly not be the one that the we... started the Beatles. Yes. So that, right. that's kind of the whole gist of it. So uh, we had kind of talked about this whole idea that Paul was dead. Now, in doing all of this, we found some interesting stuff. Now... One thing, and let me let me throw this out there. I looked up. Um, we talked about a man named Billy Shepard, who was the replacement. William Campbell Shears is another name that keeps coming up, and every time I Google this, and I apologize because I try to do a lot of research for this. I tried to Google it, and it would like redirect me to Billy Shepard, or re and I could never get a straight answer. And really, of William everything Shears that we watched Campbell never referred to him as, as William Shears Campbell. Never. So if there's somebody out there that knows more about William Shears Campbell, Billy Shepard, what this all means, are they two different people? Uh, is Billy Campbell or is, is William Shears Campbell Billy Shepard's real name? Was Billy Shepard his performing name? I, I couldn't find the information. I tried to do some research and I just, it kept getting, getting redirected. We did so. learn that there was somebody who wrote a book on William Campbell Shears. Yeah, William Shears Campbell that lives in Utah. Somebody tagged us on Twitter. So if you're out there, hit me up. Um, but one thing we did find, and this was a little interesting, uh, that, that we found afterwards, is that there's a gentleman named John Holliday, who is the caretaker of Paul McCartney's childhood home. He is the guy who, I, I guess he gives tours, or mm -hmm. he, he's the caretaker there. Mm -hmm. And this dude looks exactly like Paul McCartney, the original Paul McCartney. I mean, there's a video, 
And they again, do some, and again, we will tweet these out for you as well. But they do some they, photo overlays. It's of, outrageous. He's also a shorter stature, like the original Paul McCartney same was. Same face structure, same yeah. ears, same yeah. jawline. So In the video, eye thing. He, the, the the down pushed eyes. He hasn't got the same voice. He sounds like him. Has got that voice and. And he's holding a beer in this thing, like, but in his left hand. He's got brown eyes, just like Paul. He, what are the odds that the guy who takes care of Paul McCartney's childhood home looks exactly fucking like the original Paul McCartney? Mm-hmm. Now, this theory would change things, and it would, it, would, it would present the idea that perhaps Paul McCartney didn't, maybe didn't want to be in the Beatles, maybe wanted his own life, Maybe wanted to go about it, just like Michael. They could have actually gotten in a fight, like we talked about at the studio, and said, I want out. I want want to be done. I don't want to do this anymore. What's our options? And they had already had uh, Billy Shepard on as their newsletter journalist Mm -hmm. and as Paul McCartney's devil. So he's already kind of... He's ready to go. Yeah. And this guy gets to go off and live his life. Now, here's the thing. When you look at these pictures of Paul McCartney from the early, you know, fifties, early sixties, like when he had that round face, had the different look, the, the look that, that you compare the pictures of Billy Shepard to that doesn't look the same. When you compare this dude to those pictures, it is stunning. Like, and in the video he's talking to people and you can tell that they're like really in awe of this guy. Like this woman comes up like, can I, can I, can I shake your hand? And he's like, Oh sure. You know, there you go. And like people are looking at him. Like they feel like they're seeing something that they yeah. can't wrap their heads around. Like it's more than just a caretaker. Watch yeah. it. it. It's not something that you even just watch with your eyes. You kind of watch it and go, I feel like I'm seeing something that I shouldn't be seeing. And the video that starts with it, there's, start with an interview with Heather Mills um, who did an interview she's doing an interview with like Billy Bush or something talking about how she was betrayed by somebody she loved and if 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 people found out what it was they couldn't even imagine they'd be so destroyed and maybe alluding to the idea that she found out something about Paul I mean enough that she was paid 40 million 50 million dollars to leave in the divorce uh, you know so I mean I know about Paul now Paul now Paul McCartney. <laughs> now Paul McCartney might might not be dead. Maybe he's maybe he's out there. Which is there. a happier note. Which is a happier yeah. note for him and for us. If he just wanted to live and go be a simple guy who had mm-hmm. a beer and and didn't have that life, maybe he doesn't care. I will tweet this video out. Uh, I I just posted the picture on Instagram. That's what I was doing over here. Yeah, Ooh, find that. Thank is, you, Eric. Uh, yeah. So Area Fifty Two podcast. I just uh, put the picture up now of the guy. Uh, Standing outside the childhood home. There's a of few Paul of them McCartney. too where he looks. Um, they show him from different angles, you know, from the side, yeah. the top, what his teeth look like. His teeth, um, the, the, the nostrils are the same. His ear, he's they, got I the mean, they pop do out some overlays yeah. where it's, they even show him as a baby, and the ears on the baby are the same as this guy. I mean, it's like if, if this is just a dude and this is just a coincidence and none of this is real and none of this conspiracy theory is real. It's the biggest fucking coincidence ever. Yeah, All these crazy. people should go play it's the play the crazy. lottery because there's but, no chance that this could know, just happen. But you know, almost as big as a coincidence is having somebody who's around your same age in the same time live in your same um, country that looks just like you. Right. That could replace you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really that's good pretty, at music. Yes. Yeah. I also, mean, that's also something. left-handed. Also, they, and yeah. they would need to have the accent. Like, it'd be one thing if they were like, "It's an American dude right. that we got to try to." You know, conform to yeah. be what we want for the band, but it was and a guy. I mean, who and, and, who was his carbon copy? Right, if, and it you know? would be less believable if the fact that Billy Shepard 
didn't we didn't know he existed. If this all just kind of existed on the idea that like, uh, just some random dude was his you know, replacement. Yeah. Oh no, but they had a guy. Yeah. Like so, it's and we know that they knew of him and he worked Follow for up him. on that. Who was the most? Was uh, was he the most popular of the Beatles? Were they all equally popular? I think like, that how did that work? Everybody had their their favorites. Favorites, yeah. Now that is another thing. We did see that there were other videos There's going around and, and p- images that yeah. possibly John Lennon was. Not the the original. Yeah, I couldn't as well. find as much about this, but there is rumors that there's a man named yeah. Colin Unwin, C O L L I N, last name Unwin, U N W I N. There are some interesting videos where they show that that perhaps the original John Lennon was also swapped out. And and again, that one you kind of have to look for. Why was he? Did he also not want to yeah. be? It it doesn't have as much steam as the Paul McCartney one has going. But there's it, an interesting photo interesting overlay videos. of this guy. But it, again, I the the one with with Paul McCartney and this guy John uh, Halliday H A L L I D A Y Halliday. Go look this up. <clears throat> Go look it we'll up. There's some, we'll tweet the there's some really you, interesting check stuff. Check it out from our Twitter. Um, we also found some interesting things out this week there. Um, there's some interesting stuff that's coming up. We talked about Mars a couple weeks ago. Uh, that the idea that the pictures that are coming in from Mars are actually coming in from a place called Devon Island in Canada. So we looked into some new stuff. There's been some updates on Mars. Somebody was showing uh, in a video, and I'll find this one as well since we're going to reference it. But there is um, Google Mars, just like there's Google Earth. And somebody had found on Mars what appears to be... And this is on Google Mars. They show you the coordinates. Again, I'll post this video. Entrances. Like hangar entrances. Large entrances. Large, gated, very clearly dug out with cement walls like you would see in a movie. Like... Uh, dug into the side of a mountain, like you, like you got to say, open sesame. And yeah, open and it'll up. open up. Kind of yeah. like, really, honestly, it looks a lot like. And and for those of you, the nerds out there that that'll get this reference, the way that Jabba's palace was built into into the side of a mountain, yeah. and the doors Umba kind of opened. Umba. It looks like that, but more like with a garage door that would lift from flo- yeah. from top to or from bottom to up. And it's really interesting because they're clearly. They're they're not they're not just tricks. These clearly, if they're if they're just on now again, I don't know how accurate. I'm with you, Danny. You said this. Like, does does do they go all the way around? How do we go all the way around Mars and know everything that's on there? Is it like satellite imaging? Is it is that how this works? Because I don't know. Because maybe could somebody Photoshop these in? Could somebody add these into Google Mars? I don't know how that works. Uh, I think it's crazy. We have Google Mars, right? Like, think about that for a second. Like. I can go and like look at a planet that used to be something that was like, first of all, impossible, like, you know, way back in the day, but then only reserved for like, you know, people who work in at NASA the Hubble telescope. And, and now some dude can be sitting at home watching freaking castle on his TV and then looking at Mars while he eats Cheetos. Like that's so crazy to me that we have that kind of, I mean, and like we've talked about before, I know we are just so blessed to have Cheetos. I know. <laughs> oh, I love Cheetos. <laughs> Um, like that's only been given to us because the government, I feel like is advanced 
so they got other stuff, you know? So oh. it's like, oh, yeah, we can release this to the general public now, this technology, it's fine. Right. Yeah. But it's like, so that means like 20 years ago, they had some f- way of just like pulling stuff up and like looking at the moon. Or oh, yeah. At, like, I, I say it to Mark or, and to yeah. everybody all the time. I'm like, babies can have iPhones. Yeah. Anybody can have an iPhone. Like, if that's what Mars. If that's what they don't care what about the anybody having, then you just got to kind of like times that by a thousand to imagine what they've got. So um, yeah, and 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 so I don't know how this works. I don't know how like if people can access this or if they can change it. But uh, there are some interesting things with these openings on Mars that make it look like there's it's either been colonized, there's somebody there, or it's it's we're taking pictures of some military installation in the desert, and these things are showing up. But they're in these pictures. They're they're. And it's not like you have to, again, you don't have to like squint to see them. You zoom in and it looks like it's a dug out, right angled cement based structure with a gate in the middle. Like you can't, it's, it's clearly that. Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's not that. It's just the question is, where is this? Is it actually on Mars or is it somewhere else? Or is it, is it in um, some base? Is it in Devon Island? Where, what are we looking at? And how does Google Mars work? Do they map all this? Is this all 100% accurate? Like would science stand behind Google Mars and go, yes, these are images from Mars? I need to know more about yeah, that. I mean, I do wonder that too. Like, That's an interesting thing. Because it, it kind of blows my mind to think, you know, like Eric said, like, am I really just looking at Mars right now? Right. Am I just, am I really? Is this Mars? So I want to know it about that. It almost can't be true. Somebody tell Maybe me about Google Mars. Tell much. me about this. I'm going to post this video. Uh, I'm making notes here about all the videos I need to post. Um, but I was just thinking about that. They'll all be out there. And then the, the thing was, is it was kind of interesting. So we, 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 we followed up on Mars. We followed up on kind of this new news with these, uh, these doors that they had found. And that kind of led us into... Uh, the idea that there are also openings into Earth. Um, we fell down into it again. These rabbit holes are so. M- <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how. But the funny thing is, is when you kind of start falling down these things, you realize that all of the things we talk about, um, all of the theories we put forward, all of the kind of arguments that we have about these things, all kind of come together. We found out, so here's the idea. There's multiple theories out there that our Earth is hollow. Okay? Now, not the fa- not it, when you guys think about hollow, you have to realize how dense the Earth is. You know, we have to talk about the fact that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of miles inside the Earth. And, and to be fair, we, I've kind of all of these assumed, uh, based on what I was taught in school, that you have your crust, and then you have your mantle, then you have We're like some other pizza, stuff. Right? Yeah, and then you have your core, <laughs> your and hot liquid, magma. And, and, and that's kind of what it is, that we have this hot kind of liquid center and this yeah. and that and the other. And, and to be honest, they've, they've dug down in some places very deep, but uh, there, there is a theory that, that maybe our, our Earth is hollow and, and that there's civilizations uh, that live inside it. There's tunnels that lead from pole to pole. I, I don't know. That, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that may be one of the most far-fetched theories right. I've ever heard. And it's one of the harder ones for me to believe. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't think that there are things going on at the poles. Right. Yeah. And now, that's kind of a different theory. That's the idea. So once we kind of established that, we thought, okay, let's look into this. Because once we found these openings, these supposed alleged openings on Mars, we started looking into the same thing here on Earth. And apparently there are also openings here on earth again allegedly now 
like you said, these holes that are, that are reported to be in our earth, these entrances into this inner earth are supposedly, reportedly at our poles. Now, as I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that even as a human being who has seen satellite images of our earth and has seen countless pictures and things like that, you don't see a lot of pictures from the very bottom of the planet or the very top. No, I feel things like we, go we around. Kind of forget about Antarctica. They don't go like this. They go around the yeah. equator. They go this way, right? Uh, nobody on the internet or on the uh, listening to this podcast can understand what I'm saying. They don't go like from pole to pole up and down. Vertical. They go around they go the earth, right? So uh, there's there's the idea that these places that we're talking about that have these entrances are very undiscovered or less discovered or less understood by the general populace would give weight. Or they're shrouded in mystery. Would Right. Would give weight to the idea that there are openings. Now, there's some interesting footage out there. I went to YouTube. I Googled some stuff. Uh, there's an interesting video of the ISS going over the top of the planet and filming this giant hole in the clouds. I'm, they look like clouds. I doubt that it's just the snow-driven earth. It looks like clouds. It looks yeah, like they're, they're going be, over a big eye smell. of a hurricane, although it doesn't seem to be moving at all. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody said, oh, this is the hole in earth. Could just be a storm. Oh, I love there, when you talk about holes. There's a <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> All right, welcome to Area 69. Uh, we're going to be talking about the conspiracy that Danny's haunted down there. Uh, we're going to spend a night in there. Find out. All right. Um, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, gosh, jeez. Oh, You're freak. doing it right. No, um, but but there are there are uh, some videos. There's another video that's, that says it's taken from the International Space Station of the hole in the Earth. And it's something. And it's like things. It looks like a vortex where yeah. like fire. Yeah, it and looks it's like clearly it's swirling. something. It's clearly something yeah. being filmed through the window of a something. I thought that window was too big to be the space station. It does station. look too big it to be the space window. station. It could be like they're looking at something that's in a factory or something. Yeah. I don't know. Again, we'll post these videos. And you can choose for yourself. You can watch them and see what you think for yourself. It could be a great Photoshop job. It could it's, be anything, yeah. really. really. I don't say. know what I'm looking at. So to me, like, the, these are the theories that I, I don't know. I don't really necessarily believe there are holes in our planet. I, w I would think that at this point with, uh, but, but then again, you go, okay, but who are the people that are going to take pictures of the, of the planet? It's typically government satellites. It's typically NASA. It's typically people who you would assume... Uh, just like they've edited stuff out of the moon and edited stuff out of, out of, you know, they cut the ISS feed every time there's, and there's been some really interesting UFOs that have shown up lately and the feed gets cut and you go, I mean, there was a, there was a video last week of something leaving earth looking like it was, uh, leaving earth. Yeah. And then this giant beam shoots yeah. off of earth, like into space, like hundreds of miles into space. And this was captured by the ISS and then the feed was cut. So you're looking at this and you're going, okay, well, what, what is all this? You know, they're clearly cutting these feeds. They're clearly doing this. So if there was something, if there were pictures of a hole in the earth and there was a, uh, uh, entrances or there was something like that, that happened, uh, you could assume that maybe it wouldn't be known to us. Although yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why it would bother anybody well, to know that there reason, was a hole in the earth. Well, unless there's a reason to keep a secret about what there's hiding in that hole Christians. in the earth. Now, here's here's where it gets interesting. If you go to some of the videos about Antarctica, Antarctica is a very interesting place. 
there are some videos, again, if you go to Google Earth, of giant openings, caverns into the ice, into the earth. Uh, holes that they can measure on Google Earth and showing that they're hundreds of feet in diameter. Now, these could just be giant caves that lead to, I mean, there's holes in the earth all over. Uh, that lead to underground cave systems that do not necessarily lead into the opening into hollow earth. They're just into these amazing uh, underground areas. And Antarctica is one of those places that um, seems to hold a lot of wonders and has a really amazing landscape. And we'll get into that here in a second. But there are some interesting videos, one in particular. And again, this could just be because, again, who's taking these pictures of, of Antarctica? Is it a satellite? Is it, you know, who's, who's, who's getting these images and how, how, how do I know what this is? Uh, but there's one, and again, post this video of what looks like a giant cap, like a man-made mm-hmm. lid that goes over this yeah. hundred foot hole. Like something that goes over like a steam cap, like, you know, right. like, but we're talking major, Massive. but more like a lid that would like, seal off something so that an enemy craft could not. Come or, in, or could, or, or you could protect your people from finding yours. Exactly. Um, and yeah, people are saying these caverns do have a, a shape that could allow for uh, UFO-shaped objects to fly in and out of them, things like that. And why would there be UFOs? You ask. Why would it be UFOs? Well, because Antarctica has been um, the place of rumor, the source of many interesting stories for well over hundreds of years at this point. Most of us, when we think about Antarctica, what do you think about Antarctica? Penguins. Penguins, frozen, frozen nothingness. ice, <laughs> yeah. as far as you can see. Yep. Um, That's what that, we're told, anyways. That doesn't seem to necessarily be the case by all accounts. Uh, many people have done trips, ex- uh, excavations, uh, not excavations, um, What's the right word? Field trip. Yeah. Antarctica. Expeditions. Expeditions. And the conspiracy theories kind of always come around or or circulated around uh, the Nazis. Now, Germany, we know, went to uh, Antarctica a few times. Um, The first first time they went, uh, it was in actually 1901 to 1903. I mean, this is the earliest time they went there. Jeez, that's a long time. Yeah, it, it is. They actually went back from 1911 to 1912 and again from 1938 to 1939. Um, they, uh, founded a place called New Schwabia, New Schwabenland, which was, uh, the German, uh, part of Antarctica. They, they said that they went down there to, now there's differing stories. If you, if you read the basic, uh, history lessons, they say that the Nazis went down there to explore and to find, uh, you know, more land. And they also wanted to establish a whaling, uh, outpost because whale oil and whaling was going to be something that they could make money off of. If the war was going to make it hard to make money in Germany, something. Um, but there's also rumors that they went down there to build a stronghold hideout, um, a Nazi base that was so impenetrable that at the, at the bottom of the earth that nobody could ever get to it. And there are stories. Can I, they went down there. Please. I actually, uh, 
because I when we were talking about this last night, like I said, I was like, I, I swear I've, there's like a movie about this that I've seen in Redbox before. And sure enough, I pulled it up here. It's called Nazis at the Center of the Earth. It was made in 2012. And if you're oh. curious, yes, it does have 3.1 stars out of 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> out of 10, no less. Which is pretty yeah. good. And uh, it, it says, researchers in, in Antarctica are abducted by a team of masked stormtroopers they're dragged deep underground to a hidden continent in the center of the earth. Here, Nazi Agartha. survivors, their bodies, a horrified patchwork of uh, decay and regeneration. So if you guys want to check that out, it's called Nazis at the Center of the Earth. I guarantee, as someone who watches a ton of these movies, there's probably unnecessary nudity throughout the entire thing. Um, but if there isn't, don't be mad at Eric for leading you. And this, the, the lead actress looks hot. Dominique Swain. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it and let you guys know yeah, how it please, is. Yeah, uh, please bring that to the podcast. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. We did research on actual things, but thanks for looking up a movie. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, no, but now here's the thing is we know that the Nazis, uh, Germany, Nazi Germany, let's call, let's call them Germans, um, although it became something that the Nazis took over, but the Nazis did go send multiple battalions to Antarctica. The theory is that they built this impenetrable force, hid U-boats down there, and built a fleet of UFOs that operated out of the South yeah. Pole. I mean, Hitler was fascinated with UFO technology. and he UFO, had been, the and, occult, all and of it. All that stuff. But I mean, as far as that technology went, he was very interested in it and started working on it. Long before anybody long else. Long before anybody else. Rumor is, is that in 1936, there was a UFO that crashed in the Black Forest in Germany. Um, I, I believe it's the uh, Rendlesham Forest case, I believe. I might be wrong there, but there was a there was a UFO that crashed in the Black Forest, and just like the idea that in the '40s the United States collected a UFO and backward engineered this, that's what they're saying that the Nazis did. Now, it is true that the Nazis had pretty advanced technology mm -hmm. for for when they were. Um, for for what the time it was now, Eric, as a as a as a somebody who understands planes, mm -hmm. uh, what do you know anything about what the Nazis had during World War II that the Americans didn't? Uh, yeah, they had jets first. They they weren't around for very long. You know, they were kind of there. As far as I understand, um, I actually just ironically pulled up the stuff that I had on it now. So good timing. Um, the uh, Me two six two. I mean, it's ugly, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they 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 basically were the only ones that had really jets in World War II. Uh, they weren't like the kind of fighter jets you imagine now because it was new. You know, they didn't quite understand how to handle that much speed. And I want to get too technical about so, what well, you that, have to do with the airplane. So it's almost like they had invented something that they weren't ready to even deal with. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff like... I don't want to get too technical because I go off forever on it. But Well, I like the technical aspect of these things, please. Okay, so... The faster that the airplane travels, it creates more drag, but it also, you, the faster you get to the speed of sound, you have to be more careful about how the wind is actually moving about you. So you have to have swept back wings, and that's something that took forever for people to fully understand. So if you look at a fighter jet, World War II airplanes, if you look at the wings just stick like straight off the body like that, but new fighter jets, their wings are angled back. They're swept back because they have to 
when you you get to that kind of speed and things like that, it, it just the airplane has to be designed in such a way. And so the the Germans was more of a straight wing design. Um, it had it had two jet engines. Um, it like I said, they they could get it. I mean, it wasn't as effective as what we have now because they didn't know a lot of how to handle that stuff. Um, plus, I I love the P fifty one Mustang and it. It's like single-handedly destroy the German Air Force. So suck it. But it is it is interesting. Eric, that, you're going to have to talk. Stop talking about airplanes. There are women lining up outside. Yeah, yeah it's. I can <laughs> feel. I can smell the ovaries. Yeah, yeah, the, the, all the glass in here started getting foggy. Um, uh, <laughs> but but see, to me, that's interesting. That the the, the the Germans had technology that it wasn't even like they went. All right, okay, you guys could handle the three. Here's the four. Here's the, you know, they moved on. They just kind of seemed to. And the German, was it the the Luftwaffe? Was that their air force? Yeah. They were they were feared. Like these these planes, yeah, these good. pilots were amazing. Now the idea that that not only did they have planes and they had this stuff, but there's also this theory that the Nazis, uh, because Hitler wasn't only interested in um, new space technology, things like the UFO. He was also interested in ancient technology, meaning that um, ancient occultism, ancient magic, ancient weaponry. Um, he studied both the past and the, the future. Um, and, and for his, for what it's worth, I mean, the Nazis had an advanced knowledge of things that even Americans, I mean... What did we do to the scientists after the war? We didn't kill them. We no, hired we them. brought them we over here. We gave them fucking yeah. jobs. We wouldn't have given them jobs if we didn't want to know what they knew. Yeah. And 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 you know, the idea that the the Nazis developed flying discs isn't isn't. It's not very far. Well, the fact is that it, they know that they had them. They know that they designed them. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of U.F. Nazi discs. Mm-hmm. It was part of this thing called the Hanabu Disc Project, um, which which started in in like 1939. So if this Nazi or if this if this UFO crashed in the Black Forest in 1936, by 1939 the Nazis had implemented this Hanabu Disc Program. Um, they reportedly had designed some some were designs, some were actually prototypes that were built, but they they had multiple apparent discs that they had designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one called the Vril disc, which was a very sleek design, almost like a fighter craft that was designed to almost be invisible when it turned to the side so that you couldn't see it. Uh, sounds awful lot like the rumored Foo Fighters that uh, many Japanese, or not Japanese, American pilots uh, reported seeing when they would fight the Germans. Here's- things that would follow their... their Here's the, just from like a, again, a, the, a technical aspect of it is like everything that's on an airplane is designed to have the wind react to it in a certain way. That's how the airplane flies. It controls the pressure around the airplane and that's what makes it fly. So obviously these discs look nothing like an airplane, no right. wings, nothing. So 
to take what we know, like without a doubt, it's fact how the airplane flies. We know exactly what is happening around the airplane with the wind and the pressure, and we know exactly how it is. To go from a design that we know works and science says this is how it has to be, to design something that doesn't look aerodynamic at all, like you would have to know already that this right. works. Right. Because and you wouldn't take a chance on all of that and basically throw out science to be like, exactly. no, let's do this. Exactly. And we had always thought of things as either going up or this way. Yeah. We had never thought of things moving and hovering and yeah. going. And now we know that we have jets that can hover yeah. and can maneuver and rockets that can do this. Yeah. So the idea that that you have something that's propelled that can move up and down and side to side mm -hmm. and this and that isn't far-fetched. It was in 1936. Yeah. But not if you believe that the Nazis designed this. And not only that disc, but they also apparently de uh, developed a second Hanabu, the Hanabu Hanabu 2, and the Hanabu 3, which was in 1944, which according to the documents that they found in this uh, vault, was allegedly designed to actually be taken into space. It was in like a next, like a stratosphere level ship that could go that high. Um, they also found plans uh, for a large cigar-shaped object called the Andromeda that was designed to hold both Hanabus and Vrills. Uh, the design when they found it, said it was supposed to be 139 meters long, which is 456 feet. So you're talking a huge cylindrical-shaped object. Some scientists believe that it possibly could have been an underwater transport vehicle, which, again, see, and this is why I was talking about how this ties mm -hmm. in, goes back to what you were saying about underwater UFOs and about how that makes a lot of sense because then they're not coming from somewhere else. They're coming from here. Right. If they could launch from underwater, because like you pointed out, they look exactly like they would be sleek underwater design vehicles. And that also explains... Yeah, space, uh, space kind of replicates the same atmosphere as underwater. Right. It's dark, no sunlight. The resistance, no the way oxygen. it would have to like, move. Yeah, we, right. we're, we're as foreign to that environment as we are to space. And it also kind of explains the idea that you had that that's so brilliant that why did... UFOs from the 40s look like they were from the 40s. And why did UFOs from the 60s look like they were from the 60s? Right. Because maybe what happened was these things weren't otherworldly. Maybe there was one disc. Maybe there were two and they crashed. And like well, you said... Well, I just think it was the technology of the time. You are only going to be capable of making what you have the resources for. So right. But that would come from the idea that if we crash something and we go, okay, how do we replicate this material? Well, we yeah, have still have, we have girders. Have. Exactly. Yeah. So that would make sense. And then over time, they got they got more and more advanced. So now you're 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 you have all these stories that there's a rumor that the Nazis captured a UFO. You know that they developed discs. That much is true. Whether yeah. they worked, whether they flew, whether they attacked people, there are stories that people were engaged and that the Nazis shot them down with discs, and that they shot down a Nazi disc and that it was hurt. Uh, but again, you're talking about stories from the 40s that there's not photographic evidence and what have you. So it could just be all hearsay. But what we do kind of need to point out to you that really gives this conspiracy theory uh, fuel to the, the, the fire, I guess you could say, is that it was kind of interesting that after, you know, the war was supposed to have been over, mm -hmm. we were all told that Hitler was, you know, he killed himself in his bunker. Right. Uh -huh. But I believe that the skull was tested in the 90s, correct? Yeah, yeah it was a woman. And it, it was, was a, a woman, woman in her 40s. Yeah. So we know that that, that whatever, who that was, who we believe to be Hitler, was not. Mm -hmm. right. So whether or not he was dead or not, it is, they're saying that there's a chance that he fled to Antarctica. 
Right. And this is, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. So there, we know Hitler tested these discs. We know he had all this stuff. In fact, there was one other one called the Blonzo disc, which was supposedly tested. There's supposedly records of it being tested on February 14th, 1945 near Prague. It, was supposedly lifted off the ground by a flameless engine created by um, an inventor, a naturalist uh, named Victor uh, Schauberger, who was uh, really into biomimicry, meaning that he believed that um, engines and technology and things like that that we were moving could be advanced if we paid attention to how nature did things. So he was very much into that. So reportedly, he designed this. Um, The report said that it reached up to, it reached 15 kilometers, which is 9.3 miles upward in three minutes and had a horizontal speed of 2,200 kilometers, which is 1,367 miles an hour. Um, That's really fast. It also said that once, see, here's the thing is that this was in 1940, 1945. So the war is almost over. So they're saying that because the war was now on German soil, forcing Hitler to flee, the Nazis destroyed all their prototypes so that nobody could have them, so that nobody could find them. Or Hitler fled to Antarctica, to Antarctica, mm-hmm. where this battalion Using, had already and, been and waiting. This is, and this is the, like I was saying before, this is the stuff that gives this conspiracy some uh, momentum for me anyhow, mm-hmm. because otherwise you go, well, what does it matter if, it, if we just say that they fled, but here's, here is some concrete um, evidence. I guess you could say there were about approximately. And let me, let me um, say that. I'm sorry if I don't get this number correctly, but there were approximately about 135 German U-boats. Yeah. German U-boat submarines. Mm-hmm. Okay. That left. And they say that nine, of them were confiscated, I guess you could say. Some were in, surrendered. In Argentina. Yeah, in there South was, America. There was at least a few that showed up. Showed up empty. Okay. Empty. Now, that means that there were a hundred and, again, if, if my numbers are correct, 120 or so, mm-hmm. let's just say, that are unaccounted for. Yeah. Right. That we have no idea where they went. Right. That had cargo and, and what have you. So, now, and the, the other empty ones, either they showed up because they have. We're taking something to Hitler and he's because there's also theories that he's in Antarctica as well. They've, you know, Joseph, Joseph Mengele and things like that. They believe mm-hmm. that they've seen photographic evidence of of them down there. Well, we know but, that Mengele, we know that a lot of those, I mean, those people were captured and were killed and stuff like that. Hitler was the one that we, well, we were right, told. He right. Was but killed. that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying that there's theory that he could be in Antarctica as well because of the other right. uh, ideas that other people yeah. were there. And we know that. But the idea that they could be in Antarctica would be kind of fascinating because then they could still be down there sending up UFOs right. and still uh, perfecting their technology. Right. And I don't know. Right. Now here's, you know, now here, why, here, here's but. where it gets interesting. Those, those U-boats showed up. All right. And, and you go, okay, well now what is the largest and closest landmass to Antarctica? South America. It's mm-hmm. not Africa. It's not Australia. It's South America where we know that Nazis were found, where it is rumored that Hitler escaped to. Okay. So how would he have escaped? Would he have just, gone just straight from Germany to South America? Probably not. Most people (laughs) believe that that there was a base out of Antarctica. Now, here's the thing. Okay? In 19... Let me bring this up exactly so I can tell you the exact date. There's a... Can I interject what you're looking at? Please do. There was actually a show, I want to say it was on the Discovery Channel, I think, called Hunting Hitler. And uh, the whole show, it was like a mini series. I don't know if they're bringing it back for a second season. I don't know. But 
the whole thing was just about um, that very thing that Hitler escaped um, and went to South America. And so, I mean, they started in Germany, basically, and they said, you know, is it even possible? Because they went back in history and they saw what battles were going on and what the city was like and what all of that stuff. And they said, is it even possible for him to have gotten out? And they found like tunnels underground that led to buildings and the subway. And, um, you know, they, they said, sure enough, like it is totally plausible that he could have got out of Germany at that time and gotten somewhere else. Right. Uh, and so it's a really interesting show uh, and, to go watch it. And there's some pictures. Again, we'll tweet this out of what appears to be older Hitler in South America. There's yeah. stories of many people. And this is the thing is these people aren't rich people who need to get on TV. Go look these people up in Brazil who lived in these poor villages and said, yes, the special German man lived here. And everybody knew that. And they all knew it was Hitler and nobody talked about it. You know, it, it's it, these stories exist. Now, in 1946-47... The United States mounted a Navy operation organized by Admiral Richard Byrd called Operation High Jump. This is a real mission. Uh, they went to Antarctica. The task force, which included 4,700 men, 13 ships, and 33 aircraft. Um, it says that Operation High Jump's primary mission was to establish the Antarctic research base Little America. Now, <laughs> I don't know. I assume that if you want to send 5,000 men somewhere... Wait, did you say soldiers? Was, I soldiers. thought it was 10,000. It, this says included 4,700 men. Okay. Now, I know it also, they the, the ships, I mean, it tells you what went down with it. Why would you send soldiers they, for a research they sent, place? They sent weird. aircraft carriers, multiple planes, and planes were shot down. Well, there's a story that planes were lost. Some say they were lost in blizzards. Some say they encountered... Wingless flying aircrafts that shot them down. They said that there was deaths. Some reports say that they were just accidents, shipping accidents. Uh, some say that there was men who had exploded in some sort of accident, men who disappeared. They, there was rumors that Admiral Byrd had found these openings to this giant Nazi installation, and in the heart of this thing and these tunnels, there said there was a big statue that said, "Beyond here lies Agartha," and Agartha is the name of the rumored city that is, or the rumored civilization that is hollow earth. And does anybody have any idea what they're supposed to look like? Because yeah, there's giants, I mean, there's, I mean, there's the idea. If it's hollow, I mean, there would not be any sunlight, right? So it couldn't look they much like. They would say like that the inner, the inner core of our earth acts as a second sun to the hollow structure around it so that they would be able to, it would be like the, the the center of our earth would be a second internal sun that would cause that's the theory but giving off light yes because it's fire okay. just like our sun is that's the theory but so we so now I, we believe that it's hollow and has fire in it listen I, like right. like that the mantle like that there's like a geode i'm going to let it slide just this that once, it's not but... like it's not <laughs> like completely <laughs> okay. that's what their theory is okay. again i don't buy it all uh no I i'm think, just trying to i'm just trying to clarify yeah that's and the theory see if, if they're both okay so now, they're supposed to coexist it's the same sun now, from the teletubby show <laughs> richard bird admiral bird a lot of people say the that he was off his rocker now, that seems like a nice way to smear somebody who saw some stuff and didn't want to talk about it. But Richard Byrd talked about the fact that he said, we need to go and explore Antarctica. He said, not only did he see this base, but he said there was huge stretches of Antarctica that were green. 
that had that were beautiful and tropical that had animals and were were was were, you know had had wildlife and all so of this stuff so not what we're told not what we're told okay. he said there was enough coal and fuel down there to to run uh, the world for years i mean he said there was all of this interesting stuff he also said that the united states he said what we should do is prepare the United States should prepare for not from an attack from other countries, but an attack from the poles, from wingless aircrafts that can make it from pole to pole in minutes. And he talked about these things. Now, okay, so here we are in 1946-47. We've established that the, the Nazis may have had UFOs. We've established that Richard Byrd may have found a Nazi hideout and that they may have had UFOs. My question is, now what? If this is true, if this were true, I would have to believe that there's just Nazis out there waiting. They have UFOs and they're just kind of waiting for what? For the rest of us to destroy each other? Are they hiding? Uh, did we well, go down there and find out that there weren't, there weren't any uh, surviving Nazis and we found all their technology and took it over and now the Americans are down there working on this stuff and that these UFOs that we see are what you said, they're, they're Earth-based. Well, what I don't get is, like, if you had all that technology and you had all that cool stuff, why'd you lose the war? Like, when, right, are, when yeah, are you going to pull had, the trigger on that and be like, oh, crap, like, we're losing this thing, like, send it all out? Well, like, the, and, and again, that goes back to the idea that they were developing this stuff and that if they would have had 10 more years, they probably would have. But by the time they got these things to really start maneuvering, yeah, but I mean, now they it was would technically be way more advanced than any of us. Yeah, yeah that's so why exactly. I would say, what were they waiting for? Right. I mean, yeah. so right, they should be a threat right now. Yeah, they like, should be. Um, and if they were, I don't think, is that something that the government would ever tell us about? Would they go, hey, there's Nazis I don't know if you knew about this, I just but don't they've get been why, down there. Why would, they, why would you wait? Like, I don't know. Like with the nuclear, why would you wait for a time where we have nuclear bombs that like fit in suitcases now? Like, why wouldn't you? Well, I think that the, ins the, 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 the easy conspiracy answer is that the United States is part of it, that we took that over. And now instead of. Uh, being fearful of the Nazis, we reappropriated their technology and the discs and the things that we see are takeoffs, extensions of those original designs that the U.S. then, just like they did with the mm -hmm. Nazi scientists who helped us build bombs, they're helping us build UFOs. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's all, maybe it's all us. So explore Antarctica. Maybe go onto Google Earth and look at what it is. We'll post those videos. Look at those openings. Look at Mars. Look at these things around you. Read about these military operations that happened and find out, you know, discover for yourself. Figure it out. Do you think that the United States went down there to fight Nazis or did they go down there for research? Did they send 5,000 men down there, not all of whom came back to establish a base or to take one down? It's a very interesting question. Is Michael Jackson still out there? Does Paul McCartney still run his childhood home? And is Prince headlining an amazing concert in heaven right now? Those are all questions we put forward this week. We want you guys to take those and answer them for yourself this week. Check us out on social media to find out all the videos we posted. Thank you so much. Guys, anything else? I think that's it. I want to fly a UFO. I think that'd be pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Gather around. Come on, gather around. Step right up, step right up. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, gather round. Let me tell you all about the Mac and Jack Wonder Potion, guaranteed to give you unbelievable power. Yes, my friends, it can give you the strength of a raging bull. I'll try one. Oh, here's a young gentleman. I'd like to try one. Yes, sir. Yeah, drink it up. Oh.